I'm going to read a little bit, or we're going to read a little bit today. Um, Romans 7 and 1. One, one of the most difficult things to deal with or persons to deal with is ourselves. Would you agree? And yet we can see everybody else. And we overlook ourselves. We don't seem to see ourselves or I didn't think I would do that. Have you ever heard people say, I didn't think I would do that? Well, you underestimated yourself. If it wasn't for God, a lot of things we would do. So Romans, we're going to read a little bit till we get to our principal text. And, and the reason why we are the way that we are, how many want to go to heaven? Do you know why you want to go to heaven? Please don't do me like that. Thank you. All right, that's one answer. Elder Kimball? <laughs> You've already figured this out. He says, I don't go to heaven, I'm going to hell. Well, that's certainly a reason to want to go to heaven and miss hell. Too many things have been done for us so we can... Go to heaven. Is it difficult? Is this walk difficult? It is? Elder Kimber, what did you say? What makes it difficult? Now, this is just not Elder Kimball or my dear sister right here, while you all looking around, I'm going to do something different tonight. When you're looking around, I'm going to start calling on you. Now you can look down, show me the top of your head. I'm still going to call on you. Yes, ma'am. What, uh, what makes it difficult for me sometimes is the test, whatever the test is. I think about how uh, in school, you know, some tests I can pass, you know, without studying flying colors, and some I would struggle with. So just depending on the test, that's what would make it hard for me in my spiritual walk to do it. Some, some, some I can get through and no problems at all. I will not put more on you than you're able to bear. So what does that mean? We're going to let your husband answer that. <laughs> he was just wearing, I could tell he wanted to raise his hand. <clears throat> he won't give us anything harder than we can handle. Mm -hmm. So that means she shouldn't even worry about the test then, right? <laughs> I guess it depends how we how we look at it. Those of us what that was in school, sometimes the test was more difficult. I think the test that was difficult are the the ones that we didn't study for or prepare ourselves for. Which would, would you agree? So 
So we have to make preparations, and, and what we're going through right now is preparation for heaven. We, we've been tested and tried, but yet there's another scripture that says he will not put more on us <clears throat> than we're able to bear. So he won't put more on us than we're able to bear, so God monitors the test. Do you think God would allow us to go through a test and he know you're going to fail it? You all thinking about that? Come back to it? He wouldn't? You sure? He doesn't set us up to fail. Huh? He does not set us up to fail. So then why are we afraid of the test? But do you think he know that? He would know, know that better than us. But then that's when I get to know. That's when I get to learn. That's when you I'm get to... I'm lacking what I'm lacking. So through my test, I find out what my weakness is. And then that's, that's how I get to learn where my weakness is or where, where I'm lacking spiritually. It's through my test. The Bible said we're overcomers, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever we go through, he will not put more on us than we're able to bear. He will not put more on us than we're able to bear. He will not... If I can't bear it, if I can't take it, if I can't pass it, it didn't come from God. Because he wouldn't do us like that. Is that right? Amen. Amen. So if you just look at the scripture, know ye not, verse 1, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law. They know the law. Translation says, I say that you are not under the law or are you ignorant, brother? And this is a translation. For I speak to those who know the law. I know the law. And so I shouldn't. Fail if everybody would just turn off their phone. I know a lot of times we just forget, including me. Do you do you not know, brethren? For I am speaking to men who know what law is. Some of us that drive our automobiles, we know the speed limit, don't we? Watch this. How, how, how many break the law sometimes? <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. I don't know, it's something about human mankind. We just, if, if, if we could get away with it, we do it. I think that's what happens to us uh, spiritually is if we could get away with it, 
we would do it. But you have to understand that God monitors the tests. He will not put more, more on us than we're able to bear. This other translation says, you must surely be aware, brethren, for I am speaking to men who have some knowledge of law. So man, man has the law, and we have the law, but there's sometimes, you know, in the law, or while we are driving or whatever, sometimes we, and I have been guilty, I'm not saying that to excuse myself, but sometimes if, if the light turns caution, we do one or two things, what do we do? And we do that because the caution is telling us what? Slow down and prepare to stop. But what do we do? Try to beat the light. Because we know that when it's caution, it's going to turn red and not green. So we speed up. Is that correct? All right. Yeah, you all seem like you know humanity pretty well. I wonder how you all know that. Then it says how that the law has dominion over a man as long as he liveth. That the dominion of the law over men lasts over only during his lifetime. So we are subject to this. We were born like this. The law governs a person only during his lifetime. This, these are translations. That legal claims are only binding on a man so long as he is alive. All right. So, so, so Paul is writing to get us to a particular point to let us know and see because a lot of time we act like we don't recognize who we are. And we do it. Verse 2, would you please read? I could really teach on that because in this day and age, we have jacked that, that, this one right here for anything. We know what the word of God is saying. For the woman which has a husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth as long as he's alive that is her husband we find every reason and every excuse 
to do the opposite thing. And we feel like it's all right. We feel like God changes for us. Everybody else is in sin and going to hell. Ooh, somebody really enjoying the Bible class. Thank you. Amen. Just, just about to fall out and everything. So as long as the husband is alive, she's bound to the husband. In this day and age, uh, we act like there is no law against all the things that are going on in marriages. Um, you may not like the individual. Um, we need to learn how to love beyond the honeymoon. Hello? I'm sorry. Is this... Is it? Is this on? Can you hear me? I mean, flesh, flesh is just, you know, Sister Donaldson. Praise the Lord. Come on, come on, come on and sit with us, Sister Donaldson. Thank you. So then, if while her husband liveth, she is married to another man, but her husband is living, ooh, today, 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 today. That's about today. Now, there are reasons, as scriptural, there are reasons for a divorce. Certain things that the scripture said give them a, a bill of divorcement for certain things that people do. But there are times when they don't have a legitimate reason to divorce and people want to do what they want to do regardless of what the scripture says. So while her husband, so while her husband, so while her husband, her husband, her husband liveth, she is married to another man. That sounds familiar. She shall be called a what? We have to really, and so many times we want to disregard the word of God. Just because you do it, don't make it right. People want to change the word of God. The Bible said you don't add and you don't take away. But we're getting to a certain point. This, this is just, you know, getting, getting there. So then if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man. She shall be called, that scripture, an adulterer, an adulteress rather. But if her husband be dead, she is free from the law so that she is no what? Read, though she is married to another man. Verse 4, read. Read. Uh-huh. 
Read. So, wait, 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 oh, oh. Now, he begins to speak as if we're no longer in the flesh. We're not participating in the flesh. We're not working in the flesh or still bound by the carnal law. And, and, and there are times we feel like for some reason that everybody else has to abide by God's word, but we don't. It's all right. God understands when it's me, but he doesn't stand when it's somebody else. Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are because, have become dead to the law by the body of Christ. That ye should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Pay attention. Now notice, notice, notice how the scripture says this. It says this for a reason. Verse 5 reads, For when we were in the flesh, while we obey the lower nature, just a translation, when we live merely earthly lives, so then there is a transition, there is a difference. That is the stigma that all of us, we, we have to break that. First birth, first nature, second birth. And, 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 and that way or that form of life is constantly dictating or want to take over and refuse to die or lay down or get out of the way. It wants to continue to have its way and do what it wants to do irregardless to what God tells us to do. The problem that we have, Paul said it like this, the only way we can basically walk with God you have to do something. Do you know what that is? Denial. Say it again. Denial. One more time. But, but, but actually, we have to actually crucify ourselves. Yes, every day. You know, we got through Monday, and then you say, ooh, I made it through Monday. But, 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 but then there's Tuesday, then there's Wednesday. Wednesday's waiting on you, Lord willing. Every day. That's why he said, I die what? He didn't say, I die weekly or monthly or year. Every day, this fight. I, I think that's the problem that we have as a people is this battle is every day. Every day, every day, every day. Overcoming me. A lot of things we experience, a lot of things we go through, and at their time, it seemed like God is not going to help us. But he will not put more on us than we're able to bear. But, but, but he, 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 he's saying this, he's getting us someplace, he's conditioning us, 
So when he gets to where the rubber meets the road, he is preparing us to be ready to deal with ourselves. What these scriptures that we've been reading is showing us about ourselves. For the motion of sin, which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruits unto death. You, you can sit there and pretend that you're not this and the other. There's death working in us as you sit there. You can pray and fast and seek, but you have to do that. And those things help us overcome things. It don't mean that it's not there. The dog can be in the yard, the dog can be on the chain, but the dog is still there. But now we are delivered from the law. That being dead, we're in, we were what? We were held. Next verse. What we went, that we should serve. Now, all of a sudden, we're going to, actually, it's another nature altogether. I have a lot of time for thinking. I often think about what we go through as people. It is a struggle, it is a battle. Things we go through all the time. Sometimes it appears God's not gonna help us. I don't know if you ever ask God this. You don't have to raise your hand. Lord, where are you? Don't, don't raise your hand, I just want you to think tonight. Lord, we do that or we have done that. Because we can go through some things because we don't expect God to allow us to go through certain things. There are times it seems like God is not even concerned about us. Just kind of leave you out there. Lord, don't you see us over here? We're doing our best. Lord, you know I want to be saved. You know I want to walk with you. You know I want to please you. And yet there are times it seems like he doesn't even monitor the adversary. But then there's too many scriptures that says, for this I know what? God is for me. You have to understand that. God's for me. He said, I know this. Sometimes it seems like, Lord, where are you? Have you ever asked the Lord, Lord, where are you? I'm right here. We get to the place, instead of us all, always questioning God and, Lord, where are you? There are times God wants us to know he's here. And he will help you. He's here to help us. That's why we're here right now. That's why we're here right now. I'm helping you. Because he understands the things that we are going through. Paul says something Certain scriptures just stand out to me that he got to the place. Yes, we need God for everything. Don't get it twisted. We need God for everything. And yet there are times, Lord, where are you? I don't know if you ever asked God, Lord, where are you? Have you ever asked God that? 
Why did you ask God that? Speak up. Sometimes it feels like whatever I'm going through that God is not there, but I know he's there. So I asked and questioned God. I said, Lord, where are you in this situation that I'm in? And sometimes I feel like, you know, Lord, I want to be out of this situation, but I know it's for my good. I know he's working it out for my good. Did you all like controversy over there? <laughs> she, she answered her own self. Lord, where are you? But I know he's right there, and I know he's doing that, 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 that. I, you know, actually, I don't, I, I don't want to use the West too big of a word to God spoils us. I don't think he spoils us. He just conditions us to go through because we are overcomers. Like how Brother Paul said, he said, none of these things should move me. That man was an example. You expect certain things from Jesus, but uh, the disciples, when they went through certain things, but that, that man just spoke up. He just accepted whatever he was going through. When do we get to the place where we mature and grow up and just make up in our mind and say, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not moving. I know what God wants me to do. You know, I, I look at those of you that are here. You say, well, where are the people? I don't know. I don't sit up and think about where people are. If you're here, you're here. If you're not, you're not. You know, some people use any excuse not to be here. And that's all right. That's between them and, and God. Some is legitimate, some is not. But the reality is, we won't always have these days and these times and the freedom to hear the word of God. And, and we take it for granted. You know, I, I appreciate your honesty, but there are times, Lord, where are you? The Bible says God will not put more on us than we're able to bear. I remember telling the Lord, I said, Lord, I didn't know I could take so much. You ever thought that? You actually took, you know, you could take more than what you thought you could take. And yet, one of the most profound things, you all don't even see it. Something happened a few moments ago, and you all don't even see it nor recognize it, letting us know I'm with you. That's the most perfect, wonderful thing any of us can know. I'm with you. That means something. I'm with you. Just stop and think, the almighty God, the, the, the creator of the heaven and the earth and the universe, who are we? What is man that thou might, what is man, who are we? I'm with you. I will not put more on you than you're able to bear. What, what he is telling us is, you're going to make it. You know, you know why we're going to make it? Help me, help me finish quoting the scripture. I will not put Whatever that means, I will not put more on you than you were able to bear. So then what is that saying? And yet, you know, we just lose our way and go back on God and backslide and stop walking with God. And you, you walk with God. And, you know, I, I remember 
with my, my children, it's in, it's in us to walk. You know, there's a process of time. You know, they, they, they were scooting around and it looked like they were revving their little engines up. And, you know, but they knew that they had to do something. And then they get to the place where they push up, then they start crawling. Each stage. Then they begin to pull up on things. A different vantage point, like all the other time we've been down here on the floor, now I'm standing up. And now I'm becoming more curious because now I'm seeing something I've never seen before. So what do I do? Do I just stand up and hold on to something? Is something in us walk? Is something in all of us? I'm going to ask a question. I do not believe any of us came over here to miss heaven. And yet you've had some hard days, haven't you? It's been some rough times. There have been some times it's been very, 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 very difficult. But you're here because, you know what? Why? Oh, almost. Why are you here right now? That is a question. Don't raise your hand all at the same time. Brother Milo? All right. Praise Lord. I think what happens is we go back to where we used to be and we lose faith in God because we're thinking, I can do this, do this myself. But we, we used to have faith in God. All of a sudden, we think that we're, we're able to do this. And so... All, all, of us go, all of us go through things differently. We take things differently. Um, I, I, I wish you could see some of the heads just kind of like, like me, but everybody's different. That don't mean that you're wrong, but that's what you go through. Paul was going through something, but Paul had to overcome himself. So he elevated his mind. Well, I don't know what those things were. Some of them, he says, none of these things should move me. He just made up in his mind, I'm, I'm not. Because he knew and he understood there's nothing back there. God has brought me from wherever God has brought me, and God doesn't fail us. If God's going to get you from point A to point B, just stick with God. He'll get you there. He said, I will never leave you, nor. Well, wait a minute. You mean, that, how did we not make it then? I will never leave you, nor forsake you. I will never leave you. So I can't even make it with God. God said, I won't forsake you. So I can't make it with God. How do we miss heaven with God? Paul understood something about himself. I wonder if you understand the things about yourself. He elevated his mind. He says, I think myself happy. Too many times we want people to, and I understand, and you know, he sent them out by twos, but walking with God is an individual thing. You know, you could be a close friend, um, but if they don't want to go, you got to make up in your mind, I, I got to make it. This is a personal walk. 
I got to make up in my mind. That's what, that's what death is. Basically, people, I mean, sometimes maybe an accident or house fire or something, but basically people die individually. Church is a place where we overcome things that are not pleasing to God. I'm sorry. Who's, who's in the back there? Ashley. Ashley. Okay. Can we put can we can we put the scriptures up here? I'm in Romans the seventh chapter. I think I stopped where? But where did I stop? Seven. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. No. I had not known sin. But by the law. He's getting us there. Translation says, how be it I had not known sin except through the law. On the contrary, I should not have learned what sin is had it not been for law. Law told me that's sin, that's wrong, don't do that. But it must, in fairness, be admitted that I should never have had sin brought home to me, but for the law. If it wasn't for the law, I wouldn't know that it was sin. I would not have known or recognized sin or lust, except the law has said, thou shalt not covet Just like what I just asked you about driving. Um, they have signs up, how fast to go. I, I don't know, but I remember when we was in that uh, gas embargo and saving, so-called saving money at the pump and all this and the other gas station. And, um, driving 55 and those cars was made to drive 80 and 90 miles an hour. At least mine was. <clears throat> Pray my strength in the Lord. And so you have to allow the Lord to help you when you know you could go faster, but the law is saying go slower. Doesn't matter if you're late or running late for something. The, the sign is posted 55, 55. And I remember when basically people was doing their best to abide by the law. And I'm so glad when they finally brought it back to 70. And everybody been sheening ever since. What's the sense in having that type of power? And in those days, a whole lot of 
automobile, car makers, was uh, selling those four cylinders and six cylinders. The V8 basically went out of, out of business almost. We didn't need all of that. We just needed transportation. The, the thing about God is teaching mankind is to be patient and trust him and believe him. I hope, I hope none of us ever get tired of walking with God. Yes, yeah, sometimes it gets rough. There are times we don't understand. You, you don't walk with God because you understand God. We walk with God by faith. You know, we walk with God. Faith is the substance of things what? That means I don't have it. It's the evidence of things. Isn't that something? I don't have it and I don't see it. I don't even see it. But if I ask the question, how many have faith? Every hand going to go up. But I don't have it. But I'm believing. Never been to heaven, but I'm going to heaven. How many going to heaven? You ever been there? How do you know it's there? Huh? Faith. Ooh, you know, the, you know the answers. So faith tells you heaven is there, right? But you've never been to heaven, but faith tells you it's there. Ah! And you know it's there. The fight is for real. Read verse 8. Translation says, but sin findeth occasion wrought in me through the commandment. And this, this man went through all manner of covetousness. But sin took advantage of the commandment to arouse in me every form of covetousness. And, and sin will do that. You, you, you're not trying to sin. You're not trying to come short. You're not trying to fail God. Sin is lurking all the time, and, and sin will lie. Sin know that you wasn't doing that and wasn't thinking that, but sin will tell you, you did that. But when sin had gained a vantage point or ground, by means of the commandment, it stirred up within me all manner of lust. These are translations. Sin found its rallying point in the command that stirred within me. All these things. You think, have you ever thought or said this, where they come from? Have you ever thought a scripture or not so much a scripture, but a thought came to you, something you didn't want to think about, an ungodly thought? Let me see the hand. Anybody ever thought, after you have received the Holy Ghost, you had an ungodly thought? One, two, three. Now, where did it come from? You didn't want to think something ungodly, did you? But where did it come from? I heard you, Elder. Did you say sin? But you had to know the difference. How many times, you know what I do? I said, Lord, I said, you know that wasn't me. Ugh. It was that adversary. And he wants to convince you that was your thought. You are a liar and there's no truth in you. 
Where two or three are gathered together in my name, touching and agreeing, I'll be in the midst. Two or three. There's more than two or three here tonight. And, 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 and Satan is determined to try to overthrow our mind. That's what he's working on. Get the mind. I'll get the person. And so the thing is, you know what we do? The tenacity. We just keep on coming. There they go. Where you going, church? Where you going, the house of God? Where you going? I'm going to pray. Where you going? I'm going to seek God. Where you going? I'm going to be in the presence of the Lord. Why is that important? Because I need to have fellowship with God. Church is not always going to be full because the scriptures say that they will not come except there's a falling away. People falling away. But just make sure you're here. If nobody else come, I ain't got nothing to do with that. But nobody else is going to heaven, I don't have nothing to do with that. Aren't you going? Verse 9, for... Read. Mm. And the commandment which was what ordained to life. <clears throat> the commandment ordained to life. The commandment designed to bring me life, I found to be unto death. I found, translation says, a sentence of death brought to me. For sin taketh occasion, verse 11, by the commandment, read. Deceive me. Oh, look at that. Good word. Deceive me and by it what? Uh-huh. So sin will trick you. Verse 12. See, this is why we go through what we go through. And, and we want to please God. We want to hear well done. And so many times, I want you to please understand me. Understand me. Understand me. Because I work with Gary Burt just like you all are working within yourself. You have to understand who you are eh, and who God is. You see, you forgot about No, I did. I didn't forget about nothing. It starts with God. It trickles down to me. If you leave it right there, as Paul says, none of these things shall move me. I'm here because I have a desire to be here. I don't know about you. The brother knew. He understood. He said, I think myself happy. Paul, you're going through something. I think myself happy. Paul, nobody wants to speak to you. I think myself happy. Paul, they all talking about you. I think myself happy. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall? He, he, he acknowledged the nature of who he is. He's a wretched man. But somebody, who shall deliver me? Just like you and I. We're here because I'm not. We've been delivered. Who shall deliver me from this body of death. This body will lie to you. This body will tell you, well, you did this. Well, you was thinking this. No, the thought came to me. 
you know, the bird is flying over my head. I, I can't stop the bird from flying over my head. But I can stop him from building a nest on top of my head. We are confronted with things all the time. And a lot of times, we pay more attention to the adversary than we do to God. It's not God's will that any should perish. I think that's in the Bible. I think I read that in the Bible. It's not God's will that any should perish. So I wonder if God gets his own will. Maybe that's too difficult for God. I see you shaking your head, brother. No, because um, unfortunately, people are still perishing. And, you know, we all, God has given us the, one of the greatest gifts, and that's, and that's just freedom of choice. So, like, when I started this walk, I was telling my wife this at dinner today, when I started this walk, I had a desire mm. to go to heaven. But over the years, over the trials, over the failures, my desire has, has turned into a determination that I have to make it. You know, it ain't just a want to be, want to make it. I have, I have to make it. And you know what? And it has to be like it. You have to think like that. I'm going to make it. Have you ever told yourself, I'm going to make it? Paul said, I think. Myself. You know, he, I think myself happy. A lot of times flesh want to just be down and woe is me and I'm going through this and feel sorry for me and don't 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 pamper don't feel sorry for your flesh flesh will deceive you and you end up in hell have you ever told your flesh to shut up one two thank you why do you all do that something's wrong with y'all now you can't tell everybody that they said you know people that they, they having some problems they tell you to need to overturn to talk to each other. Also, I think myself happy. There's nothing wrong with that. You have to make up in your mind. I believe we said we have enough. Those of you, just think about this. You have to raise your hand because I'm not trying to put nobody on the spot. But I need to be I need to be right with God. I can be right with God. If I can be wrong with God, certainly I can be right with God. And the beauty about that, we have a head start because God planned it like that. I will not put more on you than you're able to bear. Cha-ching. I will not put more on you so I can bear it. Why? Because God monitors how much he put on us. He doesn't allow the adversary to just send us through things and we go through things. I don't know about you. Paul had the ability to understand, I think, I, Mr. Spirit, I think my, myself, you see that was happy just two or three of us. That's why we struggle so. How many know how to encourage yourself? Amen. Are you tired of walking with God? No. Are you about ready to give up? No. As they say, throw in the towel? No. How many feel, Amma, how many feel encouraged? Amen. How many feel, I'm going to make it? Amen. I dare you to say it. <laughs> you have to say that and believe it. 
There's nothing that can stop you. God's for us. For this I know. What? God is for me. How can we not make it when God is for us? Care what you're going through, what you're experiencing. First of all, why are you believing the adversary? He can't tell the truth. Amen. Anything he says is a lie. You know, every time that devil be talking, I say, shut up, liar, and keep going. I don't spend a whole lot of time. Now, Satan, I don't do I don't, I don't, I don't get into no argument. Liar, he's a, there's no truth. Think about it. If there is no truth in me, you silly for being here listening to me. There's no truth in me. If there's no truth in me, then what comes from me? Somebody said, lies. But we have the ability to think ourselves happy. Satan do not want us to know the things, the liberty and the freedom that we have in Scripture. So many times people are, are, are on the brink of failure and know they are in places they shouldn't be. They, they just keep wanting God to always be there, be there, be there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. There's certain things you just don't do. You, you don't have dynamite and then standing next to some fire and throw the dynamite in the fire and you standing there. You're going to get a revelation. You're going to find something out about that dynamite and how fast you can run. <laughs> the brother sold out. And the thing is, he came to himself. I, I like the writing about this determined saint. He says, I think myself happy. What that means is, it would be nice to have somebody else to encourage me. It would be very, very, very nice. But if I don't have nobody, what should I do? Huh? Encourage myself. That's the only way you're going to hear well done. I'm encouraged. You know, I'm not going to look at, you know, and nobody over here, nobody over here. I ain't got nothing to do with that. The day you hear my voice holding out your heart, there are some people going to be here. They're going to come. Okay, how small were two or three are gathered together? The Lord said, I work with two or three. Two or three. I couldn't get three, Lord. I'll take the two. He sent them out by how? By two. Somebody to encourage you so you can make it. My sister said this years ago, my father was very ill. He used to suffer with asthma, real, 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 real bad. I used to think about that a lot because only God kept him here. He, he, would, he would be sick. He had asthma real bad. And she being a female, and she was taking him to the hospital. And he would stand up and tell it. He said she would tell him, you can make it. Sometimes that's all we give, Ma. That's all we need. Somebody just say, you can make it. Sometimes, that's why he sent them out by two, because two, one of us would have given up. But that other person encouraged it. She said, 
He said, she said, you can make it. And he lived years after that. He was 94, I think, when he passed. But he would get up and tell that. Just simple word, but very, very, very powerful. You can make it. Came from the strength of my sons. Nope, came from a, a woman that encouraged your father. You can, can make it. Paul understood the ability. Just this section, just this section. Have you ever encouraged yourself? Brother Milo says, every day. Why do you encourage yourself so much? So you know how to encourage yourself. But you're going through something. But God allows you to go through something. Get to know how. How many know how to encourage yourself? How many tired of walking with God? You better not. I'll put you out. Just get out. This is the best walk, the best journey. That's this. If it wasn't right, that's why we have fought the way that we have fought. But you know what? We can't lose. The only time you lose is when you give up. Paul has sold out. He says, I think myself happy. Paul wasn't waiting on nobody else to think him happy or say something to encourage him. He says, I think myself happy. Now, some people want you to run after them, chase them all the time. They walk around deceived and always pretending that they know so much and got so much and you run after me and you this and that. I don't have time for foolishness. We wrestle not against what? Well, if we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, what are we up against? So I don't have no, I don't have no, I don't have time for craziness. Some people live for that. They, it's always a problem. It's, well, I'm just tired of coming to church. Well, church and serving God are two different things. I think if I were just coming to church, I would be tired also. But hey, am I? I feel the presence of the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. Now, how can you say such a thing? How can you say that? Think about that. How can you bless the Lord at all times? Sister Tiffany, how can you bless the Lord at all times? Wait a minute. I, I, wait a minute. I, I heard somebody else helping you out. Somebody has something to say. I think I know who it was. Sister Tiffany, I'm sorry, I apologize. He's good all the time. But we know that. Do you ever get down? Are you sometimes discouraged? But he's good all the time. Brother Jalen? I know what he said. You quote in scripture, but, but sometimes we become discouraged. I heard you Sunday night. You said you were kind of going through something. You, you over that? 
You ought to be running around the church then. Amen. I feel the power, the power of God. You know the beauty about the Hakamosha, the Holy Ghost. You can praise God all by yourself. that baby alone. Leave him alone. He got something to say. You know, the beauty that we have to understand is I can praise God all by myself. And yet, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I can praise. I can bless God because the, the praise and what causes us to praise God is because when you recognize and realize what God has been to you. Paul said, I think myself happy. Wait a minute. I'm not waiting for nobody else to think me happy. There are some people over the years I have watched. They get upset about anything. You can't please. You can't satisfy. Some people are just irritable just all the time. For some reason, they think they're supposed to be serving God. If you listen to those individuals, there is something always going on. We, this, this is a happy place. I think myself, yeah, that's a scripture, isn't it? I think my what? Who, who think th themselves happy? Who? We do. You're going through something? Elevate your mind. Think yourself happy. Too many times we're looking for cheerleaders. I need somebody to prime me. I don't need nobody to prime me. I brought my own praise. I know how to bless, bless the Lord all by myself. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord. Magnify, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us. Magnify the Lord with me and let us. Exalt his name together. It would be nice if this was full and this was full and this was full and this was full. It would be nice, but it's not. But, you know, we got enough for two of these but two or three would gather together. All you need is one match to burn a whole forest down. Some people just, you know, careless. All it takes. A discarded cigarette, and next thing you know, acres of forest is being burned by just one little cigarette. Somebody was careless. If, and that does happen, what in the world could we do if we would just praise our way instead of getting upset and always offended about something, the Bible says be slow to anger. Too many times we're too quick to get angry about something. I, I don't know why y'all so quiet. This is, to me, it's a good Bible class. It means we be growing up. Is that right? So we've stopped at what, verse 12? Verse 13, read. You don't even know what you just read. Read it again. 
Now, how many understood what you just read? Sister Angie, I can't see you. I just saw your arm. You want, you want to help us with that? Anyone else? Yes, sir. To go along with what Sister Angie said, it's death in me because I, you know, the law didn't give me the power to overcome sin. The law didn't have that power, so we needed the, the Holy Ghost power to overcome sin in our lives. Amen. Yes, sir. All, everyone, everyone just spoke on that. That's, you, you did it very profoundly. But what happens when you get the power to do that and we still do not achieve? That's Exactly. Thank you. It's like we look for excuses to be a failure. This particular chapter is telling us God actually spells it out for us. You can make it. The very thing that's saving us, we're walking away from it. The very thing that we need, we act like we don't need it. The house of God. This is a blessed church. It is. It really is. I'm not just saying that. It's not a blessed church because, you know, the sanctuary is so big and we have all this and the other. It's because of the truth of God's word is in this assembly. And we hear this and it teaches us how to walk with God. That, that we ought to be growing. That things used to be that you really used to get to you don't get to you like it used to. Isn't that right, Sister Donna? Isn't that right, Sister Donna? <laughs> Nothing. Isn't that right, Sister Donna? You don't know what to say. Somebody come up and lay hands on me. <laughs> God prepares us. There's, there's nothing can come against a saint that can overthrow us if you make up in your mind and walk with God. Paul said, none of these things shall move me. You don't know what to say? Been walking with God too long. That brother just got to the place and said, I think myself happy. But what, 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 what was he saying? I think myself happy because some people are always waiting for somebody else to prime them and make them happy. I think I can't depend on you. I think myself happy. How many know how to do that? Amen. Praise and bless and magnify the Lord. I'm not picking on you, Sister Donna. I just want you to think. It's time for us to think. 
pay attention. And we finally got to the scripture that I, I really wanted. Verse 14, we're going to take our time read this. Read 14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I'm, I'm different than the law because I'm not spiritual. I am carnal, and I am incarcerated in my sins. I, however, am a creature of flesh, translation. But for me, I am carnal, a slave soul, into the captivity of sin. I am unspiritual, soul to sin. And watch this, first birth. In order to improve who I am, I got to do something about me. I got to get out of first birth. You must be born again. Going to church ain't going to change your situation. You got to go to God. If any man be in Christ, he's what? The only way you can be a new creature, you have to be in Christ. Verse 15, for that which I do, I don't, in so many words, he said, I don't want to do what I'm doing. Anybody know anything about that? For that which I am working out, I do not approve. I do not understand my own action. These are translations. <clears throat> For what I would that I do not, but what I hate that I do. I'm doing the very things that I hate and the things that I want to do, I can't do. I know right from wrong, but I, I can't do the right for doing the wrong. And the very thing that I hate, that's what I end up doing. I hate it, but I do it. You know what? He said, I don't have no power over me. For I do not what I would, but what I hate. The very thing that I hate, that's the very thing that I'm doing. I do not act as I desire to act. On the contrary, I do what I detest. Anybody know anything about that? that? He's in first birth and he's looking for deliverance. I need to get out of Dodge. I need to get out of me. I do not act as I would, but I do what I despise or hate or loathe. Verse 16, if then... So what he's saying is, and we, we, I, in, in reading this particular text, and for some reason I, I read this and go back and because I'm really, I, I want to understand this is actually dissecting us. First birth, second birth. I got to get out of first birth to get to second birth. I can't have first birth and second birth. Either you're going to follow the one and despise the other. If then I do that which I would not. I'm doing the things I don't want to do. The translation says, 
If I am always doing what I do not want to, I'm doing something I don't want to do. But if my will is against my deeds, I'm doing things I don't want to do. I consent unto the law that is good. It must be good. No, something's wrong. Verse 17, read. See, we deal with this every day, every day. And you wonder why. That, that, that there is that natural side of you, there's a spiritual side of you. Now, you have to make up in your mind, either I'm going to serve the natural side or the spiritual, spiritual side. The fight's on. I got to overcome me. And there are times you got to leave folk. Abraham had to get out of Dodge. Get away from his kinfolk. Those are his kin. Things that are close. People that are close to him. A lot of times you got to get away from your kinfolk. Then he says something very profound. Verse 17, read. Now all of a sudden he gets an understanding. See, now, now you understand, this is not me. I'm not, uh-uh. It is no more I that do it, but what? Sin is dwelling in me. This is why I am doing. And we know when we are off. We know when we are wrong. We know when we are not right. We know when we come in short. You know when you are being rebellious. You know when you're being stubborn. And then we have the audacity to think, we're going to heaven. No, you're not. This is an opportunity for us. I, I got to get this thing right and, and, and now. Verse 18. Wait a minute. Did you see the correction quickly? He says, I know that in me. He said, oh, and so many, wait, wait, wait. That is in my flesh. Two contrary. One's in the spirit, one's in the flesh. Now, you, in order to please God, I have to get in the spirit and get out of the flesh. And, and there are times, we just vacillate at times. We go back and forth. You know, I want to serve God. I want to please God. I can't do that in the flesh. I got to get out of flesh, stay away from flesh. That's all of us, including me. For to will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. I can will, but cannot do what is right. I can't do what is right. This is just talking about the nature of humanity. For the wish to do right is there, but not the power. I wish, the wish, the thought is there to do right, but I don't have the power nor the authority to do right. No matter which way I turn, I can't make myself do right. These are translations. I want to, but I can't. All of us have experienced that. I need to overcome. I need to change. I need to be delivered for me. Yes, sir. True. And they could not do those things. They were not crucifying. They didn't have the power to crucify flesh. 
the scripture. Why not? Because of the blood of Jesus. That's true. That I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. So we're able to do what they weren't able to do when under the law. I just hope none of us are tired of hearing truth. I'd rather sit here and, and, and hear truth than not be here and go to hell. This, this, I mean, would it be nice if every pew was, uh, uh, every seat was taken, and it would be wonderful. But, but actually fulfilling the scripture where two or three are gathered together, touching and agreeing, only two or three. That they will not come except what? People falling away. And people know what the end is going to be. I, I've made up in my mind. Paul said, none of these things shall move me. I had to talk to myself when you going to church. Well, you had to go, you the preacher. No, 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 no. I just, if you only knew the things that I know about preachers. Somebody said, huh. I'm not going to talk about the brethren, but they have the nerve to get upset with you because you don't go along with them. And I, I, everybody's different. Uh, you ping, I'm going pong. Most people know me well enough, so don't mess with that man. He'll give it back to you, and I will. Because the Bible said the most important thing, I hope you always remember this, save who? Yourself. Thank you. Save yourself from what? Just untoward generation. Verse 19, would you please read? Stop right there. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's powerful. We never see this when we're going through something. We never even, this never comes to our mind when we are going through something because we, we never see it. We never think Satan has brainwashed us. The scripture says, for the good that I would do, I want to do good. Watch this. I do not. That do I not. I know I want to do good. You can say, but I know I, I don't want to sin. If I were to ask you, and I'm not going to ask you, don't, please don't raise your hand. How many want to go to heaven? Oh, everybody. Hands going to go up. I want to go to heaven. There's nothing wrong with that. But the struggle and the fight, and I die daily. Every day I'm dying out to this nature. This thing fights us every day. Whether it's in your house, on your job, next door neighbor, or every day driving, somebody cut you off. Yes, sir. I was going to say, every time I read this, it always, for years, it's always seemed real messy. I mean, this, this portion of scripture, and um, I mean, a messy in a way that I really can't identify with. I mean, just the conflict between the flesh and the spirit, 
And I think so many times I've tried <laughs> to like really sanitize this scripture and take a mop to it and clean it up and make it sound real, you know, apostolic or whatnot. But I mean, I just really, I can really identify with the struggle that he's expressing here where you got, you know, spirit man and you got another guy, you know, only in this in conflict, you know, constant conflict. And there's a choice every day that I have to make. Am I going to follow after flesh or am I going to have to follow after spirit? And I wish I could sit here and say that every time spirit wins out, but I mean, I just have not made it to that point where I can just say just 100% of the time, but praise God, you know, that thank at, God for Jesus Christ. At least you're but, fighting. Yes, sir. At least you're fighting. You know, it's one thing for somebody, and you don't even fight back, just beat you down and beat you down. But it's another thing for somebody, they, they, they might have beat me, but at least I fought. You know, since you're going to get beat, you might as well thump. I, I'm, no, no, I'm serious. You all have to understand, like Elder Kimball, Elder Kimball fight. These individuals that I'm talking about did not go looking for a fight preacher. The fight came to them. Huh? Yeah, definitely so. The things that we experience, the things that we go through, Satan is seeking who he may devour. He's constantly on our trail. You can go to work, you haven't done nothing to nobody, and he's still lying on you. Um, a lot of times we have problems in our own home. You haven't done nothing. Husband and wives acting a fool. Children want to rear up on you and all this and the other. And then they act like something's wrong with you. You're not supposed to say nothing. The day and age that we live in, we have to allow. Jesus had to deal with things. Paul is talking, that's what he's talking about right now. The battle within. This is a struggle. This is a civil war. What they're going through, they're experiencing things. They, they're going through some things. He says this in verse, for the good that I would do, the evil which I would not, that I do. Yeah, the very thing you don't want to do is the very thing that I do. Where did we stop at verse, what, 20? Was it? Well, watch this. Verse, read 20 again. I agree with you, Elder Campbell. You don't, especially walking with God, it didn't show where Paul went looking for no battle or no struggle or nothing like that. Anytime you walk with God, problems are going to come to you. Now, if I do that, I would not. I don't want to. It is no more watch this. See, this is the cue. When, when you know you're walking with God, it is no more I that do it. You understand that? Watch this. See the rest of it? We, we, and we never call it sin. We, we want to say it's somebody else. We want to say this. No, no, it was sin that dwelleth in me. 
And then he said something, verse 21 is very, very, very profound. Most of us, we miss this. We don't even see it. We've read it before, but we forget about it. This is very important. First of all, he says, it's no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Sin dwells in me. Then he says something. He discovers something. I find then a law that when I would do good, every desire, evil is present with me. All of us. Satan will tell you, and Satan will allow on you and, and, and try to convince you, you know you did that, you know you was thinking that, you know this, you don't. And then people go along, and then the, the hard thing, the horrible thing about it, we sit there and listen to the devil and cut your brothers and sisters up. When you know that was not the point. Verse 22, read. Stop. That's 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 if if I don't go no further with that right there, he discovers something and we forget about this. If anything, go home and write it down, put it on a wall or something. Verse 22, 7 and 22, for I delight in the law of God, in the law of God. After the, the law of God, after the inward, not outward, inward man. I have, in fact, the sympathy, sympathetic sympathy in the law of God, for I consent gladly to the law of God in my inner man. At heart, I delight in the law of God, for in accordance, these are translations, with my better inward nature, I approve God's law. For I joyfully concur with the law. I love to do God's will so far as my new nature is concerned. My inward nature, my new nature. You're talking about another nature. And we have that. Satan will try to convince you that you don't have that. We do have that. And we are overcomers. Verse 23, for I see. See, he discovers something. He didn't discover that until he got past 22. Verse 22. Then 22 shows 23. But I see another law. He discovers something in my, what? In my members. Warring against the law of my mind. And that's where the battle is, in the mind. And bringing me what? Uh-huh. To the law. Read. Which is, and, and listen, that's why he said I die daily, because these, these things are in our members. Flesh is acting a complete fool all the time. One of the things that I don't understand, and I will let you go, I wish we would be more patient with each other, love each other more, understand what each are going through, because we all are going through the same thing. It's, it's like we don't want each other to make it. You ought to know what, if I'm going through something, my brothers and sisters are going through something. Whether you in the Marines, the Air Force, the Navy, or the Army, or the Coast Guard, or whatever, 
during war, all those military um, individuals, they are fighting, it's, it's one war, some fight in the air, Air Force, some fight on the land, infantry, Marine, Army, some fight on the water, Navy, under the water, submarines, still Navy. So the bottom line is, it's a war. You're fighting for the nation. You're fighting for your soul. And so the thing is, we in this thing together, I don't know why we implode and turn against each other when Satan wanted to destroy all of us. If, if, if we could just have enough love for each other, Amen. the brother or the sister would do a whole lot better. You don't know what people are going through. We're too short with each other. We don't have any patience with one another. We always want to prove something, you know, to somebody else, and you're not this, and you're not that. That's your brother in Christ. Christ died for that person like he died for you. Y'all got quiet on me now. I'm going to let you go. I have to stop meddling. Verse 24, read. My Lord, read that again. Sister Shonda, what's your translation say, 24? Well, stop, stop, stop. I'm going to let you go. You don't hear that. Nobody's going to put themselves down. You have to understand just who you are and where God's bringing you and where God's taking you. We're too quick to jump on each other, not to forgive one another. Are we ready to find fault in one another? We all, in, listen, World War, any of the wars, any of the wars, even in the Civil War, Air Force, Infantry, Navy. On top of the water, submarines, sub, underwater. It's a war going on. That devil will attack us any way that he can to have an advantage. You have to be alert sometime. You have to have your forces under the water, in the water, on the land, in the air. Because that enemy approaches and he comes and he fights, Paul understood to be a good soldier, he had to have the right spirit. You can't always depend on your brothers and sisters. He says something that comes to me a lot. I'm going to let you go. I'm very aware of the time. I think myself happy. How many know how to encourage yourself? I got to know. I, I need to know how to encourage. It would be nice if somebody, he sent them out by twos, but sometimes we don't, we don't get the help that we need. But if you, if you understood what, what you are going through, my brothers and sisters are going through, I think myself happy. We need to help one another. He didn't send us out here by ourselves. He sent us out with somebody to help us. He didn't leave Adam by himself. He made him a help me. The disciples had somebody other than them. 
And that's all I'm saying. We, we, we don't support one another. We fight against one another. Uh, we in this thing together. It's just, it's just a spirit that that the adversary. And you can't blame the adversary. That's what we do. That's what we allow. To whom you yield yourself, servants to obey. His servants ye are to whom you obey. Don't say, well, the devil, everything. The devil, the devil, the devil. No, it's you, it's you, it's you. Yeah, y'all got quiet on me. I'm not going to take nothing back. My pastor used to say, before I take it back, I add more to it. If, if you would just listen, understand what we're going through, there is not a one that I know of that's here or go to this assembly that I don't want to make it. How do you not want someone to hear, well done? If, 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 if you have a problem like that, something's wrong with you. And God's not pleased with you.